Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, and designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey, or designing your life, the podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into Coaching for Millennials. What's going on, Chit Chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. In today's episode, I want to take a little turn into what we've been talking about lately and focus on change. And all of us humans <laughs> have been going through so much change in our lives that we oftentimes don't give ourselves a moment to reflect on the change that we've been experiencing and really have a sense of what this change means for us. When the pandemic happened, we all were forced to shut down and we were forced to stay home and um, not leave our homes and adapt to new lifestyles and new way of living. And that changed form a sense of resiliency. The change that I wanna talk about today is both in life and career. And the reason why I want to mention and talk about this topic is because as someone who has gone through multiple career changes and life changes as well, um, I think it's only important that we share some guidance and suggestions for people who are ultimately at this place of their lives where they feel like they may need to change something or are in transition. So... I want to just have a conversation. I don't want to really create like my typical how-to, although there may be some guiding points that might be helpful in this conversation that might become a, gui a guide of a how-to. But ultimately, this is all coming from the heart. So I'll start with my story on what kind of inspired me to have this conversation and share this with you. So... Earlier this year, I found out that 
in my job that my contract was not getting renewed. And as disappointed and as heartbroken as I was, I had to go through the motions and emotions of processing what that meant for me as someone who's had so much passion and drive to do the work that I do in my job it was really heartbreaking to really live with that and at the same time trying to process the reasoning as to how can this happen and why did it happen but at the end of the day I needed to more or less be processing one what I was I going to do next and two how was I going to get over the pain and hurt that I was feeling um, so to backtrack a little bit, this is only one type of transition or change that you might be overcoming in your life. And this one is particularly specifically around career. Um, and so regardless of where you might be in your career, whether you're just starting in your career or you're in the midlife process of your career or you're considering, you know, end stage of your career, Anyone um, who's in their career can experience some change. And sometimes the change isn't voluntary. And we all have to go through this period of reflection, which is really ultimately important for our growth as individuals that we learn from the experience and what the experience has taught us. Um, I truly believe that every single person is strong and resilient but you have to use your mindset to help you overcome the pain and hurt that you're experiencing to be able to make the necessary changes so that you can have a successful transition in anything in life, whether it's career, whether it's job, whether it's relationship. Uh, specifically to career, one of the things that I know has been really successful for me, and this applies to my situation now and even in the past, is really doing a self-assessment as to where do you see yourself going next. And what I ultimately did was I started to write down all the things that I found joy in. This is for me an opportunity where I feel super blessed to be able to reflect and say I've had an amazing three years in my job. Now it's time for me to do something even better. What could that look like? And so Reflecting on what you've done that maybe potentially you want to include in this transition is going to be important so that you can start making that pros and cons list. So being able to find a layer, an area of focus uh, into what you want to change and what you want to go into next is really important to this period that you're going in. Um, some people oftentimes don't have a gap or a space where they have the the ability to have time in their transition. Um, what I mean by that is meaning sometimes when it's not it's not a change or a transition of your choice. If you're let go, for example, you may be given you know a month severance or maybe a week or two severance, whatever your company might choose to offer you, and then you have to move really quickly. But I always encourage people that regardless of how much time they think they have or they think they don't have, is that you want to be really mindful of what your next move is. You don't want to go into something for the sake of just doing it. 
it's something that can hurt you even more when you're still struggling to pick up the pieces of what you're experiencing and what has happened if you're not really having the self-awareness of what you want to do next. So sometimes giving yourself that space and taking however much time you think it might take you to get over the actual experience and then processing what you want to do next is really important. So I would potentially say, for hypothetical purposes, let's call that step one, reflection um, and self-awareness. And then going into making that pros and cons list, which is number two, focusing on what it is that you want to do next, picking up you know, the next stage, the next period, what does it look like? Is it a complete overhaul of your career? Meaning, are you transitioning from one career industry to another? Or is it that you're looking for a, a potential opportunity to elevate yourself professionally? Um, that's what that list is intended to help you figure out and do. I would encourage you to connect with your colleagues or peers in your industry or reach out to a job coach or a career coach like myself that can help you navigate what your next moves are. So reflection um, is the first one. Um, number two is focus. Um, and I, I mentioned mindfulness as well. Um, and then number three is, you know, making a decision and doing your research. And the reason I say this is because you want to be mindful, strategic, and intentional about how you spend your time in making your next move, okay? Um, and so that's going to be important to be able to help you create a timeline that's really strategic and building an area of how you're going to spend your time, whether it's looking for a new job or deciding what you want to do next, if it's starting your own business or looking for new opportunities through your network. The, the time you spend in the next phase, call it a phase if you want, um, is really going to be instrumental. So being mindful, being intentional of how you're spending your time. Um, the next phase I would call is probably going to be looking at your network. I mentioned network a little bit, but looking at your network to decide how you can ask for help in helping you determine what this transition looks like. And whether it's if they have any leads that can support you in your next steps, or if it means that you're just really connecting with people to let them know that you're looking for new opportunities and that you're available for new for work, um, or if it just means that you want to exchange contact with people and start to reconnect. Um, that is really important fundamentally, I believe, using your network and connecting with people is one of the best ways to be able to get your job search going, but also to help you in the time of transition. Sometimes just reaching out to people can be super helpful and supportive and having those people on your team that can help you navigate this process is only going to help you get further ahead. So, you know, reaching out to your network and not being afraid to ask for help. 
Um, so that would be number four. I know I'm getting into the numbers and giving giving you a how-to anyway. I tried to avoid it, but it's so hard. It's just who I am as a teacher and coach. I love to be able to share things where people can understand it and interpret it in a way that's feasible and easy to really either write it down or really remember it. Um, so sorry, I did it. Sorry, but not sorry. How about that? Um, so number five, I guess I'm going to do the numbers is looking at your job search documents. And this is probably the third most important thing I would say. I always say everything is important, but everything is a matter of importance or priority. I think this is important because people oftentimes don't realize that if you're on the if you're in the process of either job searching or looking to transition from a different career to another or from one industry to another, these job search documents, these are your credentials that are going to, one, tell the story of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Two, it's also going to be your supporting documents on paper that let someone know what you have to offer. And then three, it's also going to be super important for people to see what it is that you can give and what you bring to the table and what it is that you share. Um, and that's that's essential. That's really important. So whether it's your resume, um, your LinkedIn profile, or your cover letter, you really, really, really want to make sure that when you start to apply to the jobs and you've gotten clarity on what the job is that you're looking for, that these documents are tailored to the job, okay? So super, super important. I can't emphasize that enough. Um, the next thing I would say is, you know, if you're at that point where you're gonna apply to jobs, be sure that you document what jobs you've applied to so that you can start create a actual follow-up database on how you follow up, who you connect with, um, making sure you know who the person is that's actually hiring for the position is important. So that way in your research um, and when you start to do follow-ups, you know who to reach out to. Um, and that sometimes can be murky because I know that when you apply to some jobs, there is a history of applications getting fallen into a black hole and you have nowhere to follow up with them. But I think that if you do your homework you can do the research to find out if it reports to somebody or if there's a recruitment team or a talent team that's responsible for owning the job and following up with them directly. Those are some things that you can easily find out by researching the company, looking up their HR contact database, or looking up um, for people within the database to see what the who the position reports to. There's a lot of different things you can do to get that information. So the follow-up is really critical and important. Um, and then the other thing that I would mention that I think is oftentimes forgotten, so kind of like your, your number seven, um, is be always aware and mindful that this transition can take time. And I talked about the time before, but let's say you don't hear back from any of these jobs you applied to. The average person applies to 60 to 70 jobs and may only hear back from five or six. And that sounds like a crazy number, but believe it or not, you're competing against a lot of people. 
So you want to really be self-aware. You want to be really mindful that you need to apply to a lot of jobs to be able to hear back from one. Now, if you're going through this process and you haven't followed through with reaching out to your team, when I say your team, meaning your network of people who can support you and help you, um, either a career coach or a job coach, um, or maybe people who you can trust that are able to give you constructive feedback. If you haven't reached out to these people with your documents to provide you some advice and support, I encourage you to do that if you're hitting a wall. Because part of the self-awareness is that you need to recognize maybe I'm doing something wrong in my application process that's preventing me from actually getting seen and heard and being able to be considered for a job. That's something that people lack the self-awareness in and they feel like that just because they're not being considered that there's nothing wrong. When sometimes you need to look at how is your resume reading? Does your resume translate to what the job is asking? Did you write a really good cover letter? How are your communication skills? Are they effective to demonstrate the skills and the qualifications the job is looking for? All these different things that play into what it is that the job is asking you to do are really, really important in translating that into your job search documents, i.e. your cover letter and resume. Um, So going back to some of the pieces that I think people struggle with outside of the job search documents is this awareness of what we're trying to overcome. I think that when we're in this period of transition, and this is in general context, this isn't specific just to career, we don't give ourselves the time to reflect. And we sometimes can get a little frustrated, it's probably the best word to describe, frustrated by the process that we're going to take coming up as we continue this journey. Because every step of the process is something you should be mindful of and reflective of. I don't think that anybody is ultimately ever prepared to have a change unless it's like, okay, let's say, for example, you got engaged and now you're preparing to get married. That's a change that you can prepare for. But losing a job or transitioning from one career to another due to a job loss is not something that people oftentimes have the time or oftentimes know how to do. And I think the biggest difference in today's world is that job seekers are always constantly changing and transitioning because the average person stays in one job no more than four and a half years. And so when when we think of how we adapt and how we change, we sometimes forget, you know, what are the essentials that come with that? But you have to start with self-awareness and you have to start with embracing what it is that that you're going through and how you're going to adapt to that. So those are some of the specific things that I wanted to share in regards to kind of giving you an outline or a guide or how to kind of process of adapting and going through change specifically to career, but also some pointers on life. Um, For me, my personal story um, has been really interesting, I have to say. Um, When I can, I will share more. But I also really thought that 
as I'm going through this journey, I thought it would be important for me to share the bits and pieces of what I've experienced and how I'm adapting to it. You know, it was only three years ago that I went and looked for a new job back in 2018. Um, And being an HR practitioner and a recruiter and being someone who works in the world of career and career changing, it's something that the process is so, it's part of our DNA and something that we do every single day. We oftentimes don't take the step to just stop and pause and reflect on the experience and the journey that we're going through. And sometimes people don't even take the time to determine like, crap, is this the job that I really want? Am I enjoying um, the work that I've been doing? And am I truly happy in this work? What I think is important to recognize as you're going through a work transition or a career transition is that you spend over 30% of your life working. And that number may seem big to some people and it may not seem big to other people, But I think it's important when you think about how you want to spend your life. And that's even a bigger question to ask yourself because oftentimes people don't differentiate that. Well, that's not really what I want to say. Oftentimes people don't correlate that career and life are tied together. And they think that, you know, a job is a job and it pays the bills. But how you decide to spend your time is something you have control over. And if you only think of a job, of the job that's just paying the bills, then do you think you're going to be fulfilled in your life when it's just paying the bills? I think that any job that you wake up every single day feeling pride for and waking up every morning excited to do that work and engage in what it is that you're doing is not a job it's some it's a part of who you are and it's something that you embrace because it brings you joy and if you find joy and waking up every day to do something then it's part of your life if you think of it just as it's just a job to pay the bills then how are you going to change that mindset from it being just a job to pay the bills to it being a career that gives you passion, that brings you joy, and then brings you excitement. Those are the things that I fundamentally enjoy pulling out and really helping people uncover when it comes to getting clarity around life and career. I find that the intersectionality of the two are really meaningful, and a lot of people struggle to identify how to make sense of those things. One of the things that I find most rewarding in my work is being able to talk to people who are looking for new purpose and a new passion. And a lot of these people are focused on building a business and figuring out what their next stage of their life is going to be. And there's so much reward that comes into being that person that is the coach to help people uncover these things so having said all that i i can't wait to share more when i can share more as as to how this transition is progressing but for the time being i wanted to be able to just talk to you all with a little bit of advice and a little bit of how to's of how to really help you move in this change and kind of steer you steer you in the direction of helping you 
in a time of transition, um, which can be challenging. So having said all that, thank you always for your love and support. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. Hey, Chit Chatter. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. Be sure to go visit to coachingwithjoseamiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.